Welcome to the Richardson Seventh-day Adventist podcast. I'm so excited for you to join us. Each week we'll bring you a sermon from one of our ongoing series. So enjoy and let's get to it. The, the two scriptures that I would like to spend a few moments with today are not normally ones that we think about at this time of year uh, with regard to the, the birth and the, the coming of Jesus. But I think there's something very powerful because did you did you really listen to the lyrics, the message of of the songs in this this cantata talking about that phenomenal choice that that Jesus made? And Paul writes about it in Philippians chapter two, starting in verse five. And he says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, he, he was divine, a, a fully equal member of the Godhead, the Trinity, who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, or in other words, a thing to be grasped. He did not consider his Godhood a thing to cling to and protect and hang on to. But the Bible goes on to say, but made himself of no reputation, the Greek there means he emptied himself. He gave up all his prerogatives as God, as creator. He emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross." This is a phenomenal passage of Scripture when you really stop to think about what Jesus did and what it's describing here. Because I want you to picture right now that, that you understand that Jesus was sitting there in heaven on the throne of God. The Father, the Son, sitting there and circled in, in light that we could not look through to see. And, and billions of angels around, worshiping, praising, adoring, saying blessing and honor and glory and wisdom and might be to you who was and who is and who is to come, for you are worthy Angels, billions of them, just waiting and excited to hear a word from the lips of Jesus expressing his will. And they would go and they would do it in an instant. Their greatest joy to carry out the commands of their awesome God and creator. And this, this being made a choice to leave that and come down here into this mess. And to try to, to help us wrap our minds around just what that coming down here meant, I, I'm going to try to illustrate a little bit, and it, it's not going to even come close, but we're going to try. So I want you right now to imagine what is your ickiest, uckiest, creepy thing that you ju that just creeps you know you just hate it it's some kind of a bug or something you know i i don't know what it might be for for my youngest daughter it's spiders 
And uh, we, we, not, not long ago, we were, we were sitting down having lunch together. And all of a sudden, she screamed and jumped back from the table and said, ah, save me. And I looked up and I'm like, what? What's wrong? Dad, there's a spider on my plate. I said, where? She said, right there. Can't you see it? I said, no. It was like you needed a microscope to see this thing. This thing was, I mean, it was like a speck of dust. And, and I'm sure it was way more afraid of her than, you know what I'm saying. And, and there, it, even if it wanted to, there was no way it could possibly hurt her. But, but, but there, you know, there, there she was. That, that's the creepy thing that, that she hates. And so, of course, I took care of the spider, and Dad became the hero for five minutes, and we finished lunch. Um, but I want you to imagine, what, what is your ickiest, creepiest thing that you just hate? Think about it. Is, is it slugs? First service, somebody said snakes. You know, I, I, I don't know. What, whatever you can imagine is just the lowest, the lowest life form possible, all right? Now, imagine that that ickiest, lowest life form needed to be saved. And you were the only one who could save it and to save it, you had to become that ickiest, creepiest thing. What Jesus did in emptying himself of his divinity, his godhood, his prerogatives as God, what he did in emptying himself and stepping down to become a human is infinitely greater than the step down of you or me becoming that ickiest, creepiest, lowest. It's infinitely greater than that. Let that just sink in for a minute. And not only that, the Bible says that when he took on himself the form of a, of a man, a bondservant, the word it uses there there were different classes of servants in, 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 in this society. And the word there describes the lowest class of servant. A servant that was really viewed as even actually lower than an animal and treated worse. That's, that's what it says that he became. And then becoming that, it says that he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, but not just any death, death on the cross, which was the most humiliating, most shameful form of death known in that time. It was reserved for the lowest of the lowest and the worst of the worst. And this is what Jesus did for you and for me. And here's the amazing thing. He didn't have to. He didn't have to. We made our own mess. He could have just left us in it, right? He could have stayed in, in heaven there with all those billions of angels enjoying it. And, and yet he chose to come. And in one breath, I, in one breath I said he didn't have to. But in the next breath, I'm going to say he had to. Why? Because that's who he is. 
The other verse I want to point you to is one you have memorized, John 3.16. For God so loved the world. Why did he have to do it? Because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. He had to do it because he is love. And not just any kind of love, but he is self-sacrificing love. That's the kind of love that God, Father, Son, and Spirit have for you and for me. And because of that amazing love, he made a deliberate choice to become one of us, to humble himself. And that's why Paul wraps up here in Philippians with these final verses that say this, Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him uh, the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven, of those on the earth, and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. That's who we're here to worship today. He has a name above every name. And because he stepped down and did what he did for you and for me, he is now to be exalted and praised. And that's why we can have joy, right? And that's why we can celebrate. And that's why we have hope. And so I want you to remember as you go through this time of year, not just to celebrate Jesus now in this service, but to take this, this worship attitude with you throughout all the days. And even beyond that, think of the self-sacrificing love that God showed. And may we have that same kind of giving giving heart and spirit, not just to receive that self-sacrificing love ourselves, but to be sure that we share it and pass it on to lots of other people, because a lot of people could use some of that right now, couldn't they, church? He has a name above every name. You know, something like this, this caliber of a, a celebration together, takes a lot of work with a lot of people planning and a lot of things going on behind the scenes. And so I, I just want to thank those uh, wonderful people that provided the decorations. I want to thank the wonderful person who programmed the lighting so that it could be the way it was. I want to thank the people that set up the staging area and brought all the chairs behind me. I want to thank especially our media and sound team because this kind of a thing is a nightmare right it's an audio visual nightmare they did a fabulous job i want to thank them for that i want to thank our live streaming crew and and just everyone who behind the scenes i want to thank uh, the moms who drove their young people to bell choir practice all the time and uh, just everybody that teamed up to make this possible but it really needed someone to coordinate it 
and uh, someone to pull it all together and to organize it. By the way, I also want to thank the uh, the Hentapanans, the, the the ones that organized the backgrounds and put the words and everything together. So everybody that was a part, but but one special person who had the vision and the drive and the willingness to herd all of us cats, you know, make it all happen. I want to thank our choir director, Elphis Steerwalt for her effort. And please, Elphis, you got to stop playing the piano. You got to come join me here. Please come join me here, okay? And uh, I'm going to ask uh, John, John to come. And uh, we just want to present Elphis with a, a little uh, token of our appreciation for uh, your hard work and your leadership uh, on behalf of our congregation. So, yes, thank you so much. And by the way, this also, I've heard that the choir can't end at Christmas time. So, um, there are lots of people that want to join the choir now, and so we got to keep this going, okay? All right. <laughs> no, we're going we're gonna to revive the Richardson Choir. That's right, that's right. Well, please bow your heads with me. Father in heaven, it's been rich to just be in your presence and to join for a moment the uniting of heaven and earth in worship and adoration to the incredible Savior, Jesus Christ, who made a choice to empty himself and to become one of us, to suffer the darkness and mess of this world so that one day soon we can enjoy the beauty and brightness of heaven to come and be in our midst so that we can live in your midst forever. Heavenly Father, may we appreciate this personally and may we be your instruments to help others appreciate it as well. May we take this spirit of giving and self-sacrifice with us from this place and may your presence go with each and every one of us. And I praise you and I thank you. And we worship you together in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a wonderful day. You're dismissed. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you were blessed by this sermon. And we hope that you can bless others as well. So next week, bring a friend, listen, have a conversation. And remember, you're always in our prayers.